0: Building a rock star sales team in your agency is not easy. In this episode of uh, Agency Playbook, The Insurance Dudes, I, Craig Pretzinger, am going to walk through some of the things that have been learned over the years on how to build and scale an effective sales team so that you can get the best results possible. So let's dive in. Insurance Dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? by uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziker. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance agents. When we ask agents what their biggest challenges are, and we do this quite often, whether it's on our coaching call or, or whatever we're doing when we're talking to agents, the biggest challenge that you hear over and over and over, and I bet if I were to pause and ask you, what is your biggest challenge in your agency? Say it. That's right. The team, right? Staff. Staff is always the biggest challenge because number one is one of the most expensive investments in your agency and it involves people and you never know with people, right? So it's really, really important to say set the foundation up front when you are doing your recruiting. We want to make sure that the person that we're bringing on has a very clear understanding of the job that they are seeking or the job that they may get if they are to be brought on board. Now, in those interviews that that we have with people, it's a little bit of a push and pull. So we have to we have to gently sell the position because we need to make sure that they are interested and excited about the position. But at the same time, we also need to caution them about the position. and. Paint the picture of how challenging it can be. If you use any kind of personality test or uh, any sort of hiring assessment, I encourage you to look at the DISC test. Uh, you could Google it, D-I-S-C. Uh, D-I-S-C. Uh, each of those letters stands for a particular piece of their profile. What we typically see over time that has worked well for the sales agent role, at least in the captive world, where there's a lot, uh, and I guess in both a, a instances, in independent, there's also a lot of monotony, is we need to have a high S because they're going to be steady. They're going to be doing a lot of repetitive tasks, right? Doing the quoting, quoting, quoting. Now, we also need to find a high D, which means that they're driven, and maybe a medium I. And that I is kind of the, uh, their energy, uh, how 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 great they, they present themselves. Now, we don't want too high of an eye because then pretty much they're more of an entrepreneur. So we want it to be a little bit lower because we don't want to get that person who is going to want to leave to start their own agency and they're using you as their trader. We want to get somebody that is not quite there yet. So you're looking for that high uh, high D, high S, low C, and a medium I is, is kind of what you're looking for in the disc. And they're going to fit better in this kind of environment. Now you're not making all your decisions just off of some assessment. This is the qualifier. Once we know that that person has the potential, right, it's like has potential, now we're going to dig a little bit deeper. So when we bring them in for the interview, again, it's a little bit of selling. It's a little bit of taking it away and scaring them with it. And then we just, we want to ask a lot of situational questions where we put them in the job and we make them think about, that and, and respond accordingly. Now, just like the telefunnel for sales, we also need to have a funnel for hiring. We we don't ever want to be in the position where uh, things are going great. I'm full. I have tons of people. I don't need to worry about it because this is, this is when the other foot is about to drop. Somebody's going to leave. It's just bound to happen. It's the way that it works. It's the nature of this business. So we need to always be looking and it's that 60 20 three, one funnel. So there's going to be about, if we have 60 applicants at a time and we push hard with the 60, we're going to get like 20 people that we're going to be able to interview. Uh, we're going to set up three actual interviews from the 20, and we're going to only hire about one. So it's going to take 60 people to get to one hire. And, uh, and of course, b- before the 60... Right, the sixty that we contact or that look good, there's a whole slew of people. So, really important to always have that going because this could take time, right? This could be a month, this could be a two month process, and then the trading, a month, two months. So, we're talking four months if 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 we're buying a certain number of leads because we're using that telefunnel, we know what we need to do, and we're making the right kind of calls, and we have the right kind of volume, and we're making the dials, and we're doing all these things. Well. All of a sudden, if we have one producer down and that producer was producing 30K, but now we're losing 30K in a new business that we would have had had they been there. And if we're not able to replace that person quickly, we're going to be in trouble. I don't think there's ever a situation where if that person, if you knew, if you knew this person could write 30K, where you would not bring them on. Right. So we have to assume away 30 or 40,000 a year on just having a floater, somebody who we're trying out so that if somebody is to leave, this person's ready to take over. So we always want to have somebody ready to rock and roll. Got to make sure that, that when we come in, this is kind of a no-brainer, but really important. When that person steps through the door on their first day, we have to make them feel welcome. We have to make them feel that this is an inviting environment and a great place to work. Remember that the the saying of you can never you never get a second chance to create a first impression. That first impression when they walk through the door on their first day is real important. Think back to your jobs where the boss took you out for lunch on your first day or or you did something. They did something special. I think you have a lot more affinity towards that position than any other position. And it's it's important to recognize that. So put yourself Empathetically in their shoes and think about uh what you'd like on your first day, right? Or try to think like them through their lens what they would like. Uh real important. So I could tell you in looking back at a case study of my own agency when when we aren't recruiting, and this is something that happens. You 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 could fall off the boat and, and you stop doing the recruiting as, as you know, you should, because it's just the way that it works. We're spinning a lot of plates, but if that process isn't in place, you could really find yourself in, in, uh, some, some tough positions. So make sure that, uh, you're always looking for that next candidate and always running some sort of interview process weekly. We want to be talking to people because the likelihood of finding that perfect candidate at the time that we need them most is very unlikely. And when we rush to hire, we rush to making mistakes. And those mistakes are going to cost us a lot more than the thirty or 40000 of of just having one extra person that we necessarily need uh, at all times. I'm Craig Pretzinger. Thank you for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe. We appreciate you. Thanks.